Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Marlins fans, and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Thursday, September 16th, 2021. And if you are new to the small pod, here we like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day, all season long, in 10 minutes or less. Well, Miami finished up a three-game series versus the Washington Nationals yesterday, where Miami took the complete series 2-1. to one. And yesterday's game was one for the year. This was just an incredible game between Miami and the Washington Nationals. The pitching matchup, first off, featured, well, two Rodgers. No relation to, you know, just two Rodgers starting a, a division game for Miami. Who else? Trevor Rodgers. And then for the Nationals, they had Josh Rodgers. For those of you who don't know Josh Rodgers, prior to this game, he only started in two prior games, pitched 12 and one-third innings. 1-0, 3-6-5 ERA, whip of 1.30. His debut season was 2018, 27 years old, still a young pitcher. And he had a really great game for the Washington Rodgers. He pitched five innings, one hit, zero earned runs, six strikeouts, and only walked one batter. He had a really great game. And then to our Rodgers, Trevor, four innings, seven hits, one earned run, Three strikes, one walk, brought his ERA from 2.73 to 2.72. And, you know, when you see that stat line, the thing that really pops up to you is four innings. And he did struggle in that fourth inning, giving up some walks, a walk, and just not really having the best time on the mound. But when you really see four innings and then you see, you know, one earned run, he's getting people out, seven hits. He's hitting, he's giving him hips, but no runs. So when you see four innings, it shows that the Marlins probably want to keep him ready for next year. This is just now see how he prepared after he was gone for a while. There was no scoring to the fourth inning by the Nationals. Were Lane Thomas single to center field, scoring Jordy Mercer. And then in the fifth inning, bases were loaded. Riley Adams walked, which brought in. Juan Soto, and then in the sixth inning, the man of the game, the hottest hitter, probably in baseball, aside from Vladimir Guerrero Jr., was Jesus Sanchez. Jesus Sanchez's first home run this game. We'll get to the second one a little later, but he hit his 11th home run. Sanchez drives one out to left field. This one is gone into the bullpen. Two-run game-tying home run for Jesus Sanchez. And then, you know, also in the sixth inning, Juan Soto hit a sack fly. Miguel Rojas single to shallow infield. 
And then the bottom of the seventh, a couple more runs for Miami. I mean, excuse me, the Nationals. Miami did score in the next inning. Who else? Brian De La Cruz. Back-to-back, it's just these two hitters, you know. It was Third was Brian De La Cruz. Fourth was Jesus Sanchez. They combined for three hits and three home runs. So each time they hit the ball, it was going straight to the moon. We go later in the bottom of the eighth. Josh Bell hit a home run. And then looking at Josh Bell's stats so far this year, it's just he's been he's had a really great year. 27 home runs. I, I did not expect that. And then we get to the top of the ninth. Miami was down a lot, a lot of runs. They they were down, you know, scored four runs in the top of the ninth. Just they went through this incredible, incredible run. They were down six to four. And then four unanswered runs. Miguel Rojas singled. Brought in Isan Diaz. Brandon LaCruz, you know, he reached on a fielder's choice infield. Brought in Jazz Chisholm. And then I said it before, Brandon LaCruz, Jesus Sanchez. Jesus Sanchez, 12th home run. He hit another home run, his second home run of the game, where the Marlins needed the most. In the top of the ninth, he scored. Jesus Sanchez going straight to the moon. Go ahead, home run. Pitch from Finnegan. It is in the air. Out toward left. This one is gone. Home run, Jesus Sanchez. And the Marlins take the lead in the ninth inning. And since August 29th, Jesus Sanchez has eight home runs. And you might be wondering, is there any other player that has more than Jesus Sanchez? Yes. MVP candidate Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So he's in pretty great company. Jesus Sanchez is. And then we go a little bit of this game. You might be wondering who were the pitchers for the Marlins after Trevor Rogers. Well, that's quite a long list. Oker, Pop, Blyer, Bass, Bender, Campbell, Floro. And you might be wondering, man, who, who was probably the best one out of that um, bullpen? Well, when you just look at it, a lot of guys didn't really have a a lot of them had a had just hard time pitching. You look at Zach Pop, you know, two hits, one earned run, two walks. Anthony Bass and only two thirds innings, two hits, two two walks. You know, no earned runs. But God, when Bass, you see him get hits, it, it makes you just scared because you might think those hits turn into home runs, home runs turn into lost leads, lost leads turn into losses. And you know, the win actually went to Paul Campbell, of all people, after he had two hits and one earned run and only struck out one. Dylan Floral did save the game. Floral did look good, and he had one of the better ERAs outside the bullpen. And another guy that actually looked pretty good, Richard Blyer. Richard Blyer has had some off days recently, but he's pitched really good. He pitched one inning. And just overall for Miami, the stars of this game were who else? Brian De La Cruz with three runs, only one hit, but he had that clutch home run. And then Jesus Sanchez, the MVP of this game, the go-ahead homer, got the Marlins the lead, got the Marlins the win. This is the win the Marlins needed, just a morale booster to win the series. It was such a great win for Miami. But 
you know, today is an off day for Miami. The Marlins do not play today. They do play on Friday against, drumroll, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They play the Pirates at 7.10 p.m. The pitching matchup will be Eliezer Hernandez going up against Will Crow. And then for Marlins fans who might be wondering, why do I not watch the Pirates play against the Marlins? Well, it's here in Miami. And then another guy you have to look out for could be future Marlins, Jacob Sollings and Brian Reynolds. Two members of the Pirates, two really great players. Miami needs a catcher and Jacob Stallings 110% fits the bill. And then another, another position outfielder, Brian Reynolds is a center fielder. 298 average, OPS 895, slugging 512, 23 home runs, 150 hits, more hits than strikeouts. He's going to be, he is such a great player and the Marlins should be targeting him immediately. Only 26 years old, which is just the crazy thing. He debuted in 2019. He's still a young player in the MLB and just overall. And Jacob Sollings is just another great player that they have. You know, you have to be looking at his average and his OPS. 696 OPS, average 241. But he's great defensively. And he's a little on the older side, 31 years old, turning 32 in December. But for a catcher, he really had great defense, defense, and you should be good. But that will do it for me. Make sure to watch that Pittsburgh-Miami game this Friday. But before you go, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to wherever you get the small pod. And do remember this. Always, always go fish.